And I truly believe by having a good relationship with yourself and taking care of yourself, by doing that, you can therefore take care of other people and put your best work back out into the world. And whatever that is, it's different for everyone. So for me, it's some days it's helping ladies find black stretchy pants that make them feel good, which in the end may just make their work week a little bit more productive. Or um, if anything, I can just be a positive source of inspiration for people. And for me, that's worth more than having a $100,000 a year job that I'm miserable in. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would say that. Just giving out those positive vibes, taking care of yourself, and in the end, you're going to just rock it and positively change the people around you. Welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I'm your host, Pat McCauley. This podcast is all about celebrating the lives of those who have adopted a plant-based or vegan lifestyle and how it has positively impacted their health, relationships, outlook on life, and so much more. For more episodes and information about the benefits of living a plant-based or vegan lifestyle, visit eatgreenmakegreen.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back or welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. I'm really excited about this one. It's just an amazing health journey slash story. Um, it's with Molly Graham. Molly is a uh, fellow Bostonian, lives up on the North Shore, um, and she's been on this health journey uh, for the past two years or so, um, and it's just an incredible story. Uh, we, we talk about how Molly struggled with weight and body image growing up, um, how studying abroad in Italy uh, while in college led her to a plant-based lifestyle, how she then lost 63 pounds. So since doing this while studying abroad uh, in Italy, um, she has lost over the past two years 63 pounds, um, and she's discovered this newfound energy, uh, joy for working out and in fitness and... Um, you know, all these, all these new things like going out for runs and things she, like she, she never used to enjoy and now, and now does regularly. Um, why a plant-based diet is the gold standard for weight loss. How she answers the where do you get your protein question, something I address almost weekly on this podcast. Why people love to hear good news about their bad habits. What her daily nutrition and workout regimen looks like. And why taking care of yourself means taking care of others. Uh, that's kind of the, the theme throughout this is, is how treating yourself uh, right and being in, in the right place personally, how that directly affects how you treat others and how you, how you present yourself in the world. Um, I didn't know Molly before you know her journey began, but the person I had this conversation with was just... I mean, looked amazing, very strong, and just in full control of her health. And, you know, this, again, another story of why I do this podcast is because people deserve to know the power of eating and living this way. And 63 pounds, like, 
that's that's incredible um, in two years. So 30 pounds a year and just now is in control of her health. And and that's what happened to me. And that's what I continue to see with everybody that just commits to cutting the things we know are associated with weight gain and disease from their life. And that happens to be animal products. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, just amazing. Like, you know, this is what, this is what to me started it all for me, uh, journeys and stories like this and, uh, just getting the word out about the power of this. So Molly's story is just incredible. Uh, she's an amazing person and, I hope this gets out to somebody that, you know, needs to hear it and, and is stuck, um, you know, like I have been in the past and like uh, Molly was in the past. And um, yeah, I hope this impacts some people. So um, I hope you guys take something from this. Uh, without further ado, uh, the amazing Molly Graham. All right, I got Molly Graham in the house. It's a little quieter in the library than it has been for past ones I've done here. Really? There, it, it's, on a uh, Thursday morning, I would hope so. Th- yeah, it's a little <laughs> it's a little quieter, so uh, I hope we're not disturbing people. But yeah. uh, thanks for thanks for doing this. So happy to be here. Yeah, this is I'm, awesome. I'm fired up. We connected, so we connected through uh, Kyle Gillen Hughes, yeah. <clears throat> who you worked with for a little bit and got to know, and uh, yeah, so he put me put you on my radar and I started following you on Instagram and that sort of stuff and uh, excited to hear your story. I know you kind of have a pretty cool personal transformation story that, yeah, I'm, that my, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, my and, story's um, definitely a little bit different. But, yeah, uh, yeah, and you're coming down from Ipswich. I'm coming from so, so South Shore, North Shore meeting in the middle here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is fun. And we're actually both going to, uh, for people listening, it's Red Sox opening day. Go Sox. And we thought <laughs> we thought it was going to be spring here in Boston. It was it was sixty yesterday, and today is like a wind chill of like high twenties. Uh, but that's New England. Uh, so anyway, uh, thanks for doing this. Excited about it, and um, I, I think a good place to start is um, probably just going all the way back to uh, kind of life growing up and and where you're from and all, all the good stuff, and then we can kind of get into everything else yeah for sure um so born and raised Ipswich still living there loving it represent cute nice. little town on the north shore um always grew up loving sports you know I was the kid that did all the after school activities my mom was a super mom and drove me to and from everything you know dance soccer lacrosse just like my brother and I was always just super athletic super active only you and your brother yeah, the, yeah, two of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but I was always a little bit more heavy set, so I was always, you know, the slower, bigger defenseman on all the teams, always behind, like, three laps on, like, any drills with anything. Um, and I was always just kind of aware of that, and, like, from that starting point, I always kind of had this kind of tough relationship with food and my body like a lot of girls growing up Mm. body image issues all that kind of stuff um so going up through college I just kind of I was still really active I loved working out 
um, playing sports, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, where, where are you at and where'd you go to college? I went to University of Rhode Island. Yeah, and, yeah. and were you, so Ipswich High School to University of Rhode Island? I went to um, this small school called Pingree. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? I think I have. Is that, what's what's their, like, uh, league for sports? That's how I got Oh, I don't remember. It, uh, uh, we played, like all the other small private schools yeah. all across New England. Is like Th- is Thera in there? Thera Academy? I don't know. Yeah, maybe doesn't not. sound familiar. Maybe Where not. is yeah, that? Yeah. It's in Braintree. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, no. Okay. But, um... <clears throat> okay, yeah, so... Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and U- then... URI, what are, you, what are you going for? I went for fashion merchandising and business, yeah. which is what I stuck with. I was one of the few college kids that didn't change their major yeah. like eight <laughs> times, you know? Um, and what made you choose that into fashion at the time um, or like what's kind of the what's the reasoning behind it I always just kind of loved shopping and clothes my dad works in packaging more so on the fashion end so we kind of had that kind of quirky insider view onto things um and I spoke with a couple people when I was in high school that were in the business and it seemed like a cool path to take at the time so I just kind of went in going with that. But also the reason that I chose URI was because it was a big enough school where if I wanted to change my major, you made should, it totally yeah. seamless. Um, but luckily I ended up sticking with it. It was a good fit. Um, and basically I was a stereotypical sorority college girl going out drinking every weekend, having a bunch of fun, you know, making new friends, all that kind of stuff. Late night pizza. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, Still having good grades, though. Dean's list, you know, got to keep your priorities straight. (laughs) Um, But I studied abroad my junior semester spring, so that's about two years ago. Studied abroad in Florence, Italy. Mm. Highly recommend if you haven't been there. Mm. I haven't, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, And it was so much fun. We just spent all of our time traveling, exploring, eating amazing food. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, and it was actually there that I actually transitioned to a vegan diet. So what, what prompted this in in Italy? So you're like, I was studying abroad. I imagine in Italy, there's, there's like, I mean, I'm picturing like pizza, gelato, yeah. pasta, pasta with cheese on paninis. it. A lot of cheese, right? A lot of cheese. Yeah. So cheese on it. What everything. happened? What what sparked it? Um, basically, um, I was just finished up my homework early. I was waiting for my friends to come home, so I went on YouTube. Was just watching random videos to yeah. pass the time, you know. Um, and this video popped up. Um, I actually forgot to mention this. I had always struggled with, like, hormone issues. Mm. Um, just everything. I had really bad acne, everything. Like, my menstrual cycle was always off. Everything related to my hormones I always just had issues with, um, which I just assumed to be normal. Um, but this video popped up on my page that said, um, have you heard of that vegan couple? I can't remember their names. I don't think so. Um, yeah. But it's this married couple. I think they're Australian. And they just make awesome educational videos about veganism from literally all different perspectives. Really, really cool. Um, And the video that showed up on my feed was a response video to this fashion YouTuber vlogger who I watched, who 
also had the same hormonal issues as I did. And they were explaining how if she transitioned to a vegan diet, mostly whole food plant-based, how that would subside all of her hormonal health issues Mm. that she was dealing with at the time. So this is the first time that I had ever heard of this in my life, just watching this 10-minute YouTube video. I was like, vegan? Like, what even? And was there, like... Was this something like you had talked with doctors about and stuff or? Yeah. So I, all of my doctors, you know, they were always telling me, oh, like you need to lose weight, like watch your calories, just like watch your portions and typical stuff that doctors always tell you. Nothing about like actually what you should be eating. Yeah. Like food was. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Don't eat, like, the processed foods, like candy and all that yeah. stuff. And are they giving you, like, did you take, like, a medication for it or no? Um, I've been on the birth control pill since I was, like, yeah, middle school. Yeah. Just to make sure that I was regular because that's, like, the biggest concern with women, just making sure that you're regular. And mm. doctors will, you know, prescribe pills like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And obviously birth control pill out of all other things is relatively harmless compared to other drugs that they could be giving me but um yeah it just and from that so you see this video i see this one video and of course i'm in in extremely intrigued yeah so i just go into an internet brainstorming viral just look up everything and anything that i can yeah try to find research articles find out what a vegan diet really is i did all the internet researching that i could Mm. and this was over like a two-week span and then i found all the health documentaries i skimmed over books like the china study all that kind of stuff Mm. all within like two weeks when i was studying abroad because i was just like so captivated by this i was like how is this something that could impact my life so much just by switching up my diet. And how have I never heard of this before? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what got me. And that's why I literally am sitting here with you today. Yeah. Is that at no point with all the health issues that I had, did anybody in my life or in my sphere even hint at the fact that all of those things could have gone away with a change in diet? Right. You know, it was, yeah. it was just never an option given to me. And that's what really at first pissed me off. Made you so now angry. I'm, yeah. yeah. I, I was so angry that I, I felt like I had just been like lied to. Cause I was the type of person that you tell me what I'm supposed to eat, high protein, low carb. I'm on it. Like yeah. I, I was strict like that. Like that's how I am. And to find out I was always told what I now know was the wrong thing for my health. Just was amazing. And obviously, you know, a similar thing there. A lot of people, if they're told, hey, you know, here's this plant-based diet you can try, um, and it might, you know, take care of these issues, you know, and treat the issue at the source, a lot of people, they get that information and, you know, they're, they don't do it anyway, right? They'd they yeah. rather take the easy or take whatever. Take the pill the, or, They take yeah. the Band-Aid and yeah. take the pill. But if you are that person that wants that other option, like, it just pissed me off nobody ever gave me the information oh of course know. who wouldn't be pissed off about that so <laughs> you how do you I mean how a few days or a few weeks over there like you're finding all this information yeah out, 
And then do you just like flip the switch or is it like a slow? Um, I guess if you could say that like a week transition would be overnight, then I guess you could say I turned yeah. overnight vegan. It all happened very quickly. Yeah. And what's um, like, what's the, how did you like approach, like, how did you approach that? Like studying abroad? I can, yeah. like even approaching it, approaching it while you're home and like in your normal rhythm and shopping for yourself. Definitely. And stuff. But I imagine reading you're, food li- yeah. uh, labels in another language. Yeah, exactly. Trying to learn how Italian. Did, how, did you, how did you pull this yeah. off? Um, and how much longer were you there after you did? I was there for about a month and a half more, two yeah. months. It was yeah. like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, th- during that week period, during any of my free time where I wasn't out with my friends or in class, I was researching everything. Mm. And at that point I had explored, I can't even, I don't think I got any sleep during that time period. Cause I was just reading and watching everything that I could. Cause when I really dove into it, initially it happened just for health. And then I found out, I watched the documentaries like mm. Earthlings and Cowspiracy on Netflix. And then I learned about environmental side of things which is funny because from the start majoring in fashion like like caring for the environment has always been something that I really care about and like obviously watching like cowspiracy and learning about animal agriculture and like the impact that it has on our environment just really pissed me off to no end yeah um it leads you down this rabbit hole like once you start looking at things that you don't want to stop you just want to down that rabbit hole and you're like holy crap like and then yeah you you get the environmental information you get the animal information and it's just like at that point like for me it was like yeah it was all health for me at first but then when you find that out it's like okay we have to do this yeah like it's like i'm this is it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with this the rest yeah. of my life, you know? Yeah. So for me, yeah, even though, yes, I was in a foreign country. Yeah. And I just made do, and I just made it happen because I was so moved and convinced and educated at that point on the impact that my diet has on my health, the planet, animals. I was like, I don't care if I go out to Italian restaurants and I just eat like pasta and sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it actually ended up being wicked easy, which most people find surprising. Yeah. There are actually a good amount of gelato shops in Florence that have vegan gelato, mm. which I wouldn't have ever guessed when I first went there, but you learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, and I just figured it out yeah. from there. And then and you, just, and then you came home and, obviously stuck with it and yeah and uh so what so two years two and a half two years, years yeah. yeah two years so walk us through kind of what's happened what's changed and yeah what it, a I lot mean, what, it, what, it's, <laughs> what it's done for you yeah yeah so since then two years a lot has happened I've gone through my senior year of college um got a degree um moved out then moved back in with my parents, who I dearly love, and my golden retriever dog, who I love. <laughs> um, and now we're adulting. I'm working full time um, at Lululemon. It's an amazing company to work for. I work with really good people, um, and I've established a really good work-life balance, which is awesome. Good friends. 
can't really complain. Um, in terms of health-wise, um, obviously before I went vegan, I had done every and all diet that most girls my age have done, Weight Watchers, Atkins, literally all of them. Um, cleansing diets, literally everything. Um, but from the point that I went vegan up to today, I've lost about and kept off like 63 pounds. 63? Around there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah. 63 pounds in two years. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, I mean, the best part about it has been just finding a way of eating that gives you energy and makes you look forward to waking up in the morning rather than having to drag yourself out of bed, mm. which is just like, it's an amazing feeling that I wish every single person could feel, totally. which is why I started that fit Instagram. Cause so many people asked me, always come up to me and say, Oh, you look so great. Like, what have you been doing? What kind of workouts do you do? Cause that's, I think that's a big misconception about weight loss is so many people think it's just working out but it really I'm the prime example that it really is your diet mm. that impacts everything mm. um, and now we're here yeah and, 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 and to, to piggyback on that it's like not only will you lose the weight when you adopt a whole food plant based diet but you start to feel so good you start to wake up with energy you have this consistent energy and then your body, you want to move. Like, you, you almost need to move. Oh, my like, God, it's crazy. Like, you need to get out and move or go to the gym or whatever, or <laughs> you're just going to be, like, wired with all this energy. So, like, and, and to your point about, you know, diet really being it, like, I, I used to be a workout fanatic, like a fiend. Yep, just yep. just <laughs> punished myself, you know, just, like, brutal feeling, workouts. Feeling obligated to work out. Yeah, like I needed to, to yeah. because of the way I was eating, although I didn't make that connection at the time. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, it's effortless. You know, it really is effortless. And I move when I have that energy. And I always have that energy because I'm always putting that food in my body. So it's just in incredible. Um, it's awesome. So weight loss, energy... Everything. Uh, hormone stuff, did that sort of sort itself out? or? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I'm obviously still struggling with hormone stuff, but comparatively, just yeah. all the side effects of what I experienced before are probably like an eighth yeah. of what they were before. Yeah. Just by changing our diet. And I feel like the food I eat now is better than the food that I was eating before, yeah. which is like the best part. Totally. Totally, yeah, like a... Yeah, I think back to, like, the stuff that I was just choking down, you know. Just, like, oh, my God, like the, the chicken and salmon chicken and, broccoli. And, and broccoli. Like, it's yeah. so gross. And I feel <laughs> so bad because, I mean, yeah. at my job, like, obviously, we're all very health conscious. So we're always talking about, like, new diets and, like, workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. So whenever I see people saying, oh, I'm, like, starting a new diet and they're just, like, snacking on, like, I don't even know. Beef jerky or something. Yeah, yeah and like, <laughs> like carrots, and they're starving. I know. Meanwhile, I bring in like seven giant food containers with me yeah. for every ship because I just like am constantly. Yeah, you can eat so much down the food. more. Yeah, you it's can amazing. Eat so much more. Yeah. That's why I always tell all my friends, I'm like, if you love to eat and you want to lose weight, like, plant based diet is your go to. Yeah. Like, best way to do it. Totally, totally. What do you think? 
is like the most misunderstood. So when you, you know, someone you're working with or a friend or whatever, you know, when they hear you're plant-based or they hear you're vegan, what do you think like the most, like the, the biggest misconception around it is and, and, and how do you go about answering that misconception when somebody has it? Protein. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is so funny because, I mean, I work out all the time and I, like, share videos of me, like, squatting, like, 200 pounds. But then they still get that question of where do you get your protein? Yeah. And when I answer with all the food I eat has protein in it, it's just kind of... Yeah, There's right. so many... Yeah. yeah when I say, oh, I get protein from my oatmeal and peanut butter and potatoes. Yeah. Oh, and, my God, potatoes. Bananas. Like, like yeah. people don't think of Beans, having, lentils, yeah. literally everything. Everything I eat has protein in it. And it's just so hard. And it's gotten to the point. That's another reason why sometimes I, I still track my food on my fitness pal. Yeah. And I'll show them. I'll be like here's all the food I'm eating today. Like, look at the macronutrient breakdown. Yeah. I have 85 grams of protein for my day, which is more than enough. And they're like, oh, I never really thought that broccoli would have protein in it. Yeah. I, I think the biggest, like, misleading thing we have done in the health and fitness industry and in even medical industry is is coming up with those those phrases of, of protein, carb, sugar, fat, because that's all we look at when we see a food. Like you see the the chicken, you're like, oh, 40 grams of protein. Yeah. When you see the fruit, you're like, ah, I better go light on it because of the sugar. Too much sugar. Yeah. And instead of looking at the food as a whole, if we were just like, okay, that's chicken, and all you thought was, okay, well, chicken consumption is associated with all this disease i'll probably avoid that yeah oh that fruit is associated with all this less disease and longer life and and but all people see is the damn protein or the damn carbs in in and they avoid rice and lentils and things that across the board you know are associated with with longer life and less disease because they think there's carbs in it and just like i think that's the biggest um you know misleading thing we have done with food is break it down yeah. you know into these into these categories when just look at the food as a whole does it help does it promote your health or does it not yeah know? it's crazy yeah. so how do you answer the protein question do you just are you just like um usually show them the macronutrients yeah like and i'll I give them examples yeah. i say like you know i'll give them an example of like a typical dinner that i'll eat so i'll say you know like, tonight for dinner, I'm probably going to have a mix of vegetables. So, like, broccoli, pepper, mushrooms, carrots, peas, that alone. Like, if you were to say a serving of each of those, probably give me, like, anywhere from 10 to 15 grams of protein. Just with, like, that huge volume of vegetables on its own. Because broccoli, mushrooms are really high in protein, especially when you eat a lot of it. Spinach, kale. Kale has a lot of protein, too. Um add in any type of lentil or beans a cup half a cup you get another anywhere from 10 to 20 depending on how much you have so like one cup of black beans has like 12 grams of protein something like that um you can add in some tomato sauce a cup of that i have like all these like 
protein <laughs> things yeah. like down in my head because I've told so many people. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's another three grams of protein for tomato sauce. Add nutritional yeast on that. Fourth of a cup is nine grams of protein. Have two medium-sized russet potatoes. That's going to give you like another 10 or 12 grams of protein. Yeah. So that alone, how many grams of protein is that? You're you're better than I am. I That's like 50. Yeah. That's like almost 50 grams of protein. Yeah. Like effortless. And for and for someone at your weight, the daily recommended is probably like 40. Yeah. Like you're already well Easy above as it. that. Yeah. Like without even trying, yeah. and that's just one meal out of my yeah. day. And people don't also like to look at the fact that across the board, higher protein diets are associated with with disease and cancers and all this yeah and but that's all people want to get when it's like we're just looking at it the wrong way yeah um cool so um to somebody out there that has been you know maybe going through what you did with with sort of image and that's it's something maybe i should circle back to this um image like in high school and college even even post-college everybody struggles with it but um your relationship with food I would imagine at that time was not good yeah and it was restrictive you know and and you're trying to you know count calories and and you're doing all these things to try to like lose weight because you you know you're worried about your image and things like that and it's something you know this is episode 51 it's something girls and, and women across the board that I've spoken to, like everyone, right, has dealt with this. Yeah. And guys do too, I know, and they just don't talk about it. They don't own up to it, but it's 100% in my life. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. It's everywhere. Yeah. You can't escape it. Yeah. So, so to someone kind of in that right now, like they're in that, whether they know it or not, um, that's doing the diets, that's like counting calories that's restricting themselves that you know body isn't working right like what what do you say is like the first step they can take that's such a good question um tomorrow morning like they wake up tomorrow morning they want to like move in the right direction what would you say step one is um any change that you make will give you some type of result and if it's good keep on doing it and explore that more and if it's not the type of change you want then move on to something else so if you try this 21 day reset cleansing diet and you lose 20 pounds but then you notice that two months later it's like crept back up again because you've gone back to eating what you were before maybe that wasn't the best change learning from your mistakes and don't be afraid to be different and try something new obviously that's easier said than done but yeah yeah don't be afraid to make the initiative and take the change yeah and and on top of that like for the first you know 25 years of my life all I had ever tried was a high protein low carb sort of deal right the lean meats and all that like that's all I had ever tried so when people continue to do some sort of variation of that, it really is like insanity, right? If you continue to do that and you're not losing weight, you're not looking and feeling the way you want, 
like clearly that's not, it's not right. working. It's not yeah. working. Why would you continue to try it? And I did it for years and years and exactly. years until yeah. finally, you know, I was like, there's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. I, I, there's no way I can feel like this at 25 years old, bogged yeah. down and, you know, not being able to lose weight when I work out two hours a day, you know? So like, yeah, it's just like having that openness to, you know, yeah, plant-based and veganism may sound batshit crazy to you, but like, just have an open mind, like commit to it for a month, see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it kills me to see people just continually trying the same thing over and over. Cause you see, see it I know everywhere. what it feels like. Yeah. I know what it feels like. Yeah. 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 So what's, what's, uh, are you kind of where you want to be health wise? I know you're like, this has been like a two year journey. Is there still like a next level? Like what, what are yeah. kind of your goals right now? Um, I'm basically at the point where I'm still exploring like my goals, both performance and aesthetic wise, because obviously I've never been in this shape ever. So it's just kind of like a new, I feel like an entirely new person. So it's like, why not test the waters and see what my body can do? Um, but I don't really have any set endpoints, which I think is, it for me is healthy. I don't have a goal set weight I want to be. I don't have any set deadlines or anything like that. I just want to continue what I'm doing and see what I can do, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Because just from these past two years alone, I've seen the power of, like, how your body can change um, just by making little changes. Um, and it's kind of cool and exciting to have your body, like, your own experiment and mm. like see what you can do with it so that's where we're going from there um and i'm just having fun exploring new things like i'm signed up to run a half marathon in september which if you told me growing up that i'd be running a half marathon i yeah right <laughs> i think my minute like my mile in high school was probably like 15 minutes if yeah. that so now the fact that I'm running like seven minute miles is just like mind-boggling mm. but yeah just having fun and exploring new things yeah have you had any resistance kind of like family friends wise that like you know you're like you've lost 63 pounds like people being like maybe this isn't healthy or like even like like I know some people that are thin mm -hmm. but like I know how they live and how they eat and they're like they probably eat a lot yeah, yeah they eat a lot they're <laughs> extremely healthy like you know but there's still that like and especially with like families that are like you know, I grew up in a family where it's like, finish what's on your plate. And like, mm -hmm. anytime, yeah. like somebody walks in the door, it's like, oh, let me feed you. You know, and it's like this kind of like constant, like just feed you, feed you, feed you, you know? Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, is there, is there like, I forget where I was going with that. Yeah. But, no, um, no, no. I definitely get what you're feeling. Um, yes. Um, which kind of stems back it's kind of like a constant struggle for me because going back to the body image issues, like I'll be working and people I work with or people that I'm helping will say, well, you're like 
so much skinnier than me. You're so tiny. Like, I wouldn't be the same size as you. And it's so hard for me because I don't see myself as a small person. Not like, I'm very happy with the size that I am, but I still definitely have those body dysmorphic tendencies in my head. Mm. But I'm aware of it. Um, But yeah, definitely people around me definitely are always very aware of what I'm doing, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. But the good news is that they always see me eating, so they know that I'm not (laughs) starving myself (laughs) by any means at all. Um, But yeah, and I think a big part of that is just having good, meaningful relationships and having clear communication with those people. Mm. Um, So just everybody, all my coworkers, my friends, my family, they all pretty much always know how I'm feeling and what I'm up to. So there really isn't, and if for some reason they ever do have any concern for, you know, whatever is going on with me, you know, we sit down and we have a conversation about it, which is really cool. Um, Has it, has it rippled out at all? I mean, I know like with what I do now and kind of my experience and um, it certainly rippled out to my family, my friends, at least, you know, small changes. Not everybody jumped on board, but some did, you know, some made small changes. Yeah. But uh, has that happened around you? Um, slowly but surely, some people more than others. Um, my best friend, Taylor, actually, she was my roommate when I studied abroad. So she witnessed me, like, in that internet viral researching thing just like like, (laughs) crazy like break down everything she witnessed all of that um she went vegan a couple months after we had moved back home and like settled into everything she saw like how much it had changed my life and she's been vegan I guess she's been vegan for like a year and a half now and she feels amazing and the biggest part about that is she was open open to learning new things Hmm. um but in terms of other people in my life i think not nobody else has gone full-on vegan but everybody is a lot more aware of i think nutrition and just stuff that gets put out there by companies and stuff um And I think the biggest message that I try to spread to people, my family, people that I work with, that everything that's put out there may not necessarily be true. And everything that we've been told, nutrition, health, or really anything, um, just to do your research before believing what someone else says, basically. Um, Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. Um, But yeah, um, it's definitely been a struggle. You know, I still live with my parents, and they both eat meat and dairy and eggs and all that stuff and they know how I feel about it and I love them dearly but they're definitely a lot more aware of the foods that they're eating yeah um yeah yeah. that's what that's what like kills me is when well obviously like I we have the knowledge right and when you know like a a you see a family member Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you, we, we got told to keep our voices down. <laughs> um, but, uh, when you see like a family member, you know, 
suffering. eating those things, right? And and you see it, and you're just like, there's only so much, you know, there's only so many times you can, you know, pull them aside and tell them your story, and you know they're trying to lose weight, and it's just like, well, you need to stop listening to your doctor or your nutritionist yeah. because they they are not educated on it either, and that's like. The doctor always trumps, like, your advice. And and it also, with family, is tough. It, like, it takes somebody else to tell them versus right. you telling them, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'll tell them for years and years and years, and then they'll read an article and go vegan. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, are you serious? <laughs> um, so it, it's like, but, yeah, it just kills me seeing, seeing it when I have the information, but then even a step further when everybody in my life has the information. Like, they listen to my podcast, they, they, you know, they, they know. Right. And they still can't tie that knowledge and that, you know, wisdom around health to their daily decisions. So leads me into the next question, I guess. What do you think it is with some people? Is it they just don't care about their health or they just don't care about their impact in the world? Or, like, why... Or some people, you get you got the information, you changed overnight. Why wouldn't yeah. you, right? You want to feel good. You want to live long. You want to <laughs> do good in the world, right? It seems like just such an obvious decision to me, and it was for me. Right. But why, when people have the information, can they not take action on it, do you think? I think... Um, the quote that I love to use is people love to hear good things about their bad habits. And hmm. especially, and it's really tough with, like, people like your parents because they're older than you, they raised you, um, and they've, especially in terms of your diet, you eat, you're taught to eat certain things growing up, and typically you eat that way for the rest of your life. So thinking, trying to put myself in my parents' perspectives, you know, spending all this time and effort raising two awesome children <laughs> and then all of a sudden one of them just coming up to you and saying the way that you've been eating your entire life and the way that you fed me growing up mm. is wrong mm. for this many reasons mm. it's kind of unsettling totally so I always try to keep that in the back of my head as frustrating as it can be like you just said um something it's really hard to change your habits especially one that you do three or more times a day Mm. and it's I think it's more so intimidating rather than challenging to make that much of a change um and I think until for me until I got to the point where I was so fed up that I thought I would do anything and everything to make that change with what I was struggling with some people may never get to that point yeah for some people it may take them as sad as it is getting some type of disease or something like that or a relative passing away or something really sad where hopefully it'll cause them to make a change and the goal for me is before anything sad or terrible like that happens they can make that change to prevent those things from happening in the first place. So I think the best thing, the thing that I try to do is just be a source of inspiration, set the example, and spread the knowledge in the nicest, most accurate way that I can. Mm. And 
Yeah. It's pretty much all I can do. Yeah. And it, just put it out there. And, and it's one of those things with, with food versus like other things that hurt you uh, personally. With food, it's like people don't see the impact right away. You know, it's like you eat something or whatever and, you know, the you're not seeing, like, your arteries clog or you're not, like, it doesn't register that. The, the connection that that is fueling kind of, you know, 20 years from now, that heart attack, is yeah. just because they don't see the repercussions right now, it's so hard to to take it really seriously, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, like, I'm at a point, I'm not, like, crazy about it, but I know the most important thing I do every day is what I put in my mouth mm-hmm. because it ripples 100%. out to everything else from how I feel to how I think to my, my, how I treat others to everything. And to me, it's just, it all comes back to what I eat, which is wild to think. And people don't, people think when they're putting crap in their bodies that, you know, that's, and then they, they feel like crap. And then how do you think you're going to treat other people if you feel like shit all day, you yeah. know, or you are, don't feel good about yourself or you're self-conscious or you have all these, you know, or things just aren't working because you're clogging blood flow to your heart. You know, I mean, it just ripples out to everything and how you're seen in the world and how you, I mean, the biggest thing to me is what I try to drive home to people is like, how your what you put in your body is exactly how you in a lot of cases are towards other people and i try to drive that home to people but it's hard to yeah Yeah. it's definitely hard yeah so uh so to somebody wondering that is like all right molly like is crushing it like she's lost all this weight like like you look amazing like your your instagram is fun like you're always working out on there and like showing what you're up to yeah um i mean what is the what's the daily if you would walk us through kind of like a typical day both both uh nutrition wise and exercise wise so if somebody wants to kind of give that a go yeah um so lately with my work schedule i've been practice intermittent fasting not sure if you've heard of that yeah, uh, I <laughs> so I totally do it like yeah. by definition, but I've learned to. It's one of those things, just like I never questioned eating meat and dairy, that I never questioned eating all day, you know, right. eating three meals yeah. a day or whatever. Like I never questioned breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So the past, I've been doing it about a year and a half, and now I just refer to it as not eating all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, versus like people think it's like when you hear fast, people think restrictive and. But I'm like, no, I just know I don't need to eat all day long. Yeah. You know, or three meals or whatever. So anyway, I cut you off, but... No, no, no. But yeah, you did a good job of explaining it. So basically, um, most days I, like a lot of people, you wake up and you're not really hungry. Um, Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, though. right? (laughs) Gotta do it. I, again, cutting you off, but I used to just force myself to eat breakfast which a lot of people yeah. do i did the same thing yeah yeah um <laughs> um yeah i did the same thing but now it's really nice because i wake up drink a bunch of water and i just go to work work for a little bit and then 
once I start to get hungry or need a coffee, usually that's around like 10, 11-ish, I'll have like something to drink, maybe a piece of fruit if I am actually hungry. Mm. Um, and then throughout the day when I'm at the store, I'm pretty much just like snacking on like fruit, oatmeal, rice cakes, different light stuff like that. Because in the day, I'm one of those people that loves eating at night. I love saving all yeah. my food and I'm just hanging out petting my dog I just want to eat yeah um so throughout the day I'm just snacking on different stuff good nice wholesome carbs and then once I get out of work I work out and that's something different every day um anything from running weight training workout class um anything like that I like to mix it up yoga yeah something new every day what's your what's your kind of like go-to though like that what's the one you really like any day, no matter how you're feeling, like, Ooh. you'll go do it. Um, probably a good leg workout. A good leg workout. Yeah. All right. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if I feel like running, this thing called Orange Theory, it's like a full body hit style workout. Yeah. And it's fun. Good music. Good vibes. Yeah. Is really, there really one fun. up in it? Ipswich? Yeah. There's one in Danvers. There's a lot They're, like, now. all yeah. over the country. They're, They're everywhere. Now. Yeah. Um, it was just nice because you just walk in, you don't have to think about it. People just tell you what to do, and you do it, and you get pushed you're out a little harder than you would. On exactly, because yeah, who's yeah. gonna run at a ten speed on a treadmill by themselves? Yeah. Not and me. And they do have like the <laughs> you. Um, I've been once, but they put the numbers on the board too, like your heart rate. Yeah, yeah, the heart rate monitor, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of fun to kind of challenge yourself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's really fun. Um, so what's then, yeah? What's what's dinner look like then? So you're kind of like you're kind of like grazing all day. Yeah. Work out then, then it's home and it's um, Once I get home, I'll like definitely refuel something, whether that's oatmeal, smoothie, fruit, carrots and hummus, whatever I'm feeling. Um, and then once dinner comes, I'm usually like ready to eat the entire kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just the way that works for me and my lifestyle, and it works. So, um, let's see, a typical dinner for me would probably be um, cooking up some tempeh, um, which a big question that I always get is how to cook things like tofu and tempeh because they're just these big blocks of, like, grossness. Like, they look gross before you cook them, and you're like, before you know how to make them, you're like, what do I do with this? Um, So I really love cooking up tempeh, chopping it, up into little cubes and then sauteing it in like soy sauce or coconut minos, barbecue sauce, literally any type of sauce. Mm. Um, and then just chopping up a bunch of veggies or if I'm lazy, just take a box of, or a bag of frozen vegetables from the freezer and just put it in a pan, add some sauce or seasoning to it. And then chop up potatoes, put them in the oven, make some French fries. And usually it's, like, a plate that's, like, double the size of my head, mm. which is amazing. Um, and then I'm personally a girl that has – I have a huge sweet tooth. I was so going to ask you, what's the guilty dessert? pleasure? This is all, like, perfect It's food. so funny. What's, what's well, it's pleasure? so funny because people always ask me what my guilty pleasure is, and I always say – oatmeal and people are like oatmeal is healthy molly and i'm like you just have to learn how to put the right stuff in it exactly so i'll put like 
I will just load up my oatmeal, like put a bunch of fruit in there, chocolate hummus, pumpkin seeds, peanut what butter. Chocolate hummus. Chocolate hummus. Um, yeah. It. Yeah, I forget what's that? what brand. I think it's Joseph's. It's like one okay. of the yeah. normal hummus brands, and it's like in the regular hummus and like yeah. sauce section. And it and actually it, tastes chocolatey, like yeah, you like would. A it tastes like a chocolate frosting yeah. you would never think that there are like chickpeas in there yeah it's amazing I gotta try that it. on rice cakes literally anything yeah delicious highly recommend yeah <laughs> so good but that's basically it so big bowl of oats throw all yeah. the sweets on yeah 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 i'm i'm very much that way as well like i do dark chocolate a lot mm, but yeah. uh yeah like oats like are my like yeah, i put like a you know, some cacao in there and some Ooh, peanut butter, yeah. and I get like that chocolate peanut butter thing going on. So good, and, and it fills you up so fills quickly. You. Yeah, it fills you. It's awesome. So, are you on the workout side of things? Is it really just like anything, or do you get into like his legs one day, it's like chest and back this day? Like, do you get yeah. into all that? So I kind of get into like little phases where I'll be in a definite set schedule. Um, so, like, right now I'm, t- I'm kind of in between trying to figure out, like, a new schedule. But right now I'm running outside anywhere from two to four days a week. Usually that's anywhere from, like, three to five miles. Something that's doable for me. Makes yeah. me feel good after it's done. Um, and then I'll go to different workout classes, like, two to three days a week, depending on how I'm feeling. And then fill the rest of the gaps with weight training whenever I can. And typically, I, I do upper and lower splits. I don't really like to isolate it anymore. Like, back and buys, like, typical bro split. Not really my thing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, just I'm kind of that workout freak where, like we were talking about before, a lot of days I'll just have this excess amount of energy where I'll just do two workouts in one day because I feel that good and I just want to get the energy out. And however that happens, I just see what I'm feeling mm. Mm. Cool. it's kind of liberating just kind of go with what you're feeling yeah. and then just cycle through what you like yeah what is something we haven't covered about you that maybe people don't know that you want to you want to put out there and, and share with us mm. um I don't know Can I would say to- yeah Good. What do you think? Can be totally like non-food health, any related, you know, can be across the board. Um, trying to think. I'm pretty much an open book. Any, uh, any like other hobbies or? I'm a big ski bum. Big ski bum. Okay. Yeah. Where... So that's another thing that, you know, my diet has helped me with. Like, energy-wise, I'm much more open to trying different things, like hiking and stuff like that. Like, if you told me that I would have, when I was, I remember my parents would take me out hiking when I was, like, in middle school. And I would just, they would call me Paris Hilton because (laughs) I just had so much attitude. And I'd say, I don't want to be out here. I don't want to walk. I don't want to do this. And now I'm, like, asking my parents. I'm the one dragging them outside saying, hey, let's go outside. Let's go explore. Let's go do something different. Um, That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's crazy how that happens. Within a span of what, like five or six years? Yeah, it's crazy. Flip off a switch like that. It's yeah. crazy. I, this is a slightly, for people that are new to this whole thing, this is a slightly hipster question, if you will. Okay. <laughs> a slightly, like, people that don't get it will be like, this dude's crazy. But I've found that I'm, like, very much called to go, go outside, like, my, like versus be in the gym. Um, I very much, and I, I, I attribute that to, like, what I eat and there's some sort of more connection with the earth, if you will, will, where, like, I will, like, go out of my way to get into, like, a state park for a run or a walk yeah. or a hike as opposed to, like, you know, running through the downtown or, or as opposed to being in the gym. It's just, like, I'm just, like, something feels right about <laughs> being kind of in nature, and I never thought, like, you know, my, my girlfriend always makes fun of me, she grew up in Maine, in, in like Central Maine, oh, nice. and has always very much like been an outdoors person. And like when we met, like I was like a get my hour in at the gym, and then like I'm watching TV or like I'm yeah. hanging around the house. Like, <laughs> and she always gives me a hard time now because I'm always like, let's get out to so hike, funny. or yeah. I don't want to be in a gym. I want to go run. Um, have you kind of experienced anything like that? It's I mean, kind you, of funny. I'm like. I'm kind of on both sides, yeah. which is kind of funny because yeah, I was definitely in that boat before where, like you said, like get your hour in at the gym and then the rest of the day you like get approval to like be lazy and essentially do nothing <laughs> yeah. because for that one hour you were working out. Yeah. So whatever you do for the rest of your time, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely resonate with that calming like sense of self and being at ease when you're outside and just it's funny because I get that feeling when I'm alone like hiking or skiing anything running when I'm alone or when I'm with people which is kind of cool and you wouldn't really think that but yeah that's something that I've definitely noticed within the past couple years which is funny because growing up I was just like oh nature like gross yeah bugs yeah, same here. No. <laughs> same here. I grew up down the street from, like, this beautiful state park, like, three-quarters of a mile to the entrance. And I, w I never stepped foot in there for until I was 25 years old. Yeah. Like, now I, like, am trying to live on the border of it so I can, yeah. like, walk out my door into yeah. it every day. Uh, it's just funny how that's changed in me. Um, cool. Is there is there anything else we, we haven't haven't covered you want to talk so. about it all I'm any good. any any uh any more advice to maybe uh a fellow female out there that might be struggling a little bit any other tidbits you want to uh, i guess just in? like we said like keep an open mind and hmm. don't be afraid to try new things because the next thing you try just may be the golden key that you need to make you feel like you're nest next best self living mm. your best life thriving you know yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> cool yeah. well before the last one i, I want to thank you again thank and, you this is so fun <laughs> and i want to give you a shout out too because like obviously how you're 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 kind of sharing your journey right now um is totally inspirational and the fact that like i like i'm sitting here across from you and i can't imagine you like <laughs> having struggled with this you know yeah. what I mean like that not having not known you then yeah um and just kind of the 
the success you've had with the the plant-based and and where you're at now again like uh for people that can't see like you look amazing and so where can where can people (laughs) uh where can people uh follow you reach out uh yeah it's definitely possible yeah is there uh the social accounts whatever where can where can people get a hold of you if they if they want to Probably Instagram, best yeah. way to do it, Molly Rose Fit. Um, I'm always messaging people on there, just giving them little tips, like yeah. how I make my pro- protein pancakes, because they're delicious if yeah. you ever want the recipe. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's the best way to do it. Cool, um, Instagram. Well, yeah. I'll leave the leave the uh, <laughs> link in the show notes, and uh, yeah, again, keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're totally an amazing example, and I'm sure Thank you. you're impacting it. people without knowing it, so yeah. keep, keep rocking. Uh, last question. Okay, um, ready. This podcast is called Eat Green, Make Green. I believe that eating green, living plant-based, puts me in the best position to succeed at whatever it is I strive for at any particular time. And whatever my goal is at any time is how I kind of define the make green portion of that. So I would ask you, what does make green mean to you? Why do you, at the end of the day, eat green, live, live this vegan lifestyle? Wow. Love that. Um, so many different reasons. You know, initially, first it was very selfishly, um, and the first thing that comes to my head with May Green is you obviously save a ton of money by eating a whole foods plant-based diet. That's like the first most obvious thing, um, and I truly believe by having a good relationship with yourself and taking care of yourself. By doing that, you can therefore take care of other people and put your best work back out into the world. And whatever that is, it's different for everyone. So for me, it's some days it's helping ladies find black stretchy pants that make them feel good, which in the end may just make their work week a little bit more productive. Or um, if anything, I can just be a positive source of inspiration for people. And for me, that's worth more than having a $100,000 a year job that I'm miserable in. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, But yeah, I would say that. Just giving out those positive vibes, taking care of yourself, and in the end, you're going to just rock it and positively change the people around you. Mm. Which is, I think, is something that everybody wants to do, for sure. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Cool. That was awesome. awesome.